and go to Matthew chapter number 3. Matthew chapter number 3. I just want to bring simple thought, and we're just going to look through this passage together and uh, hopefully glean some things that we can from the Word of God, from this passage. Uh, I think as missionaries, as we're all, uh, you've met many of us, we all have our stories about how we have got to the field that God has called us to, um, but it's a pleasure that we have to open the Word of God everywhere we go. As we travel across the country and even to the countries that we're going to preach the gospel, we get to bring the Word of God with us, and we get to share it with other people at the same time. It's a wonderful privilege. Here in Matthew chapter number 3, we'll go and read these verses together in chapter number 5, I mean chapter number 3 in verses 13 down to verse number 17. We'll read through them and then we'll walk through them very quickly. In Matthew chapter number 3 in verse number 13 it says this, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and, lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And, lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your love to us. I thank you for being our God. I thank you that we have a relationship with you through Jesus. I thank you that you are our Heavenly Father, and we can ask for your help. Lord, please help us as we look at this text tonight that you would help us to see uh, some things about your mission in this world. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Here in these verses, of course, just a little bit of context for us tonight. This is the passage that describes when Jesus, of course, is baptized in the Jordan River by John the Baptist. And uh, what I want us to look at in this text as we walk through it, we're just going to take it verse by verse and really just see one thing in each of these verses that helps us connect and see how we all can have a part in the mission that Jesus is doing in this world today. In this passage, John the Baptist has been going from city to city, uh, preparing the way for Jesus as he's coming on his earthly ministry to do what he has been called to do, had been sent from heaven to do by the Father, and to ultimately come to die for our sins and to conquer sin sin in the grave by rising again. But here in verse number 13, I want you to look there quickly with me. It says this, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. In this context, Jesus had one mission. He was coming from a place called Galilee to a place called Jordan, and he was going there to be baptized of him. But what I want you to see in verse number 13 is simply this fact that in this verse, Jesus had a mission while he was walking on this earth. He was coming there that day to do one thing, and it was to be baptized of John that day. I want to ask us and just remind us, though, uh, uh, since we're at a missions conference, what is the mission of Jesus today? You know, Jesus, we know that he ascended up to the Father, but his mission never ceased. He, he gave us the Great Commission. We know that very well from the passages of Scripture. He has called us as, as local churches to send the gospel and preach the gospel all around the world. So we see in verse number 13, he had a mission. The mission of Jesus was something that was very set in stone that he was to do. I want to encourage us today that he still has a mission in this world. It's to see lost souls all around this world come to faith in him so that they can spend an eternity with him in heaven. But then we see in verse number 14, we see that Jesus is on this mission. He's going to be baptized. He's moving from one place to another. This mission of Jesus is something that uh, it's just, it's the same way today. The idea of getting the gospel around the world is still the same as in, in verse 13. It is getting Jesus from one place to another. How many of you in this room are happy that you have heard about Jesus before? Are you happy that God has given you the gospel? Happy that God has seen fit to allow you to hear what Jesus has done for you? Well, in the same way that you have received the gospel, God wants you to take that same gospel 
and send it to another part of the world. That is the mission of Jesus. But as we look through this text, we see this mission that Jesus is on, and verse number 14 shows us something else. If you look there, it says this, But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? Here we see in verse number 14, somebody else comes on the scene. It's not just Jesus doing what he was called to do, if you will. But we see in verse number 14, an unworthy servant. If you look up there with me in verse number 11, we'll just see how John the Baptist views himself when thinking about Jesus. He says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. Here in verse number 14, we have John the Baptist showing us what it means to understand who we are before Jesus. I think sometimes as we do the ministry and as missionaries, we we sometimes get this idea in our heads that we are something to offer to Jesus. But I want to recognize tonight that John the Baptist, he was the greatest man born among women by Jesus' words. And he he was that greatest man because he lived his life by one thing, saying, He must increase, I must decrease. And here in verse number 13, even though Jesus is on a mission, we have Jesus wanting to partner with an unworthy servant. I want to encourage you tonight that God wants to use you as a part of his mission. But you know what? He's, he, he, he sees you, he, he recognizes you as an unworthy servant, just like John the Baptist was. Me and you, if you ever get in your mind that we are worthy, that we can do anything in our own strength, that we have the ability to reach this world with the gospel, we'll fall flat on our faces. But John the Baptist, he had a correct view of himself. He knew who Jesus was. He knew that Jesus was the Alpha and Omega. He saw Jesus, and he knew there was something different about him. I want to encourage you, if you ever get in your mind that you feel like God got something whenever you got saved or when you got called into ministry, I want to encourage you, just go read Revelation chapter number 1. Read, read the picture of the Jesus that we serve and see that John the Apostle, what did he do when he heard and saw Jesus? He fell down as dead. Here, John the Baptist in this text, he saw himself as unworthy, and he really was unworthy. And it would be horrible if we stopped at verse number 14 and said, you know what, all of us in this room are unworthy to be a part of the mission of Jesus in this world. Each one of us, we know if we're really honest with ourselves and we look in the mirror, we are not worthy to be a part of a missions conference. We're not worthy to go and preach the gospel. It's already been mentioned on this conference that we're sinners, that we can't do it in our own strength. But look at verse number 15. Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now. For thus it becometh, and then I want you to think about that next word, us, to fulfill all righteousness. John the Baptist is looking at Jesus and he's saying, Jesus, you're asking me to baptize you, but I recognize I'm not even worthy to bear your shoes, but you want me to baptize you? You want me to be a part of your mission in this world? He saw his unworthiness, but Jesus says in verse number 15, he says, you know what, John? It becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Here we see the, the Holy Lamb of God, Emmanuel, God with us, partnering with an unworthy servant to accomplish his mission in this world. And I want you to recognize in verse number 14, John is saying, Jesus, I have no right to baptize you. I have no right to be a part of your mission. But you know what? The command in verse number 15, it outweighed John's understanding of himself being a part of the mission. I want to encourage you today. That God's command to get the Great Commission, to get the gospel around the world, outweighs our unworthiness. It it outweighs our understanding. We might look at this world, this undaunting task of, of getting the gospel around the world and say, how in the world are we supposed to do it? God's command outweighs our understanding. In the end of verse number 15, we have John the Baptist. Look at the last last phrase there. It simply says this, then he suffered him. John the Baptist, as the unworthy servant, as a part of the mission of Jesus in this world, he simply obeyed at the end of verse 15. 
And in, in his obedience, we see in verse number 16 and 17, the Father, the Spirit is there, the Son is there, the Holy Trinity is there in these verses. And at the end of it, in verse number 17, it says this, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. We see the end result of it all. We see God, Jesus on mission in this world. We see the unworthy servant. We see Jesus partnering with him. We see Jesus uh, allowing us as unworthy servants to be a part of his mission. We see the obedience of the unworthy servant the trust that it took for him to be a part of the mission. And at the end of it all, we see God the Father being pleased. We see God the Father being pleased with the mission of Jesus being accomplished in this context, in this passage. And I want to encourage you today, if we as unworthy servants would simply look to Jesus and say, Jesus, we recognize our unworthiness, but Jesus, we want to be a part of your mission, and you will go with us. You said that you will be with us through the whole process. I want to encourage you that what will happen is God the Father will be pleased. As people all around this world hear the gospel as a result of of this mission conference, God the Father is going to be pleased. The Spirit will be moving, and the Son will be right there in the midst of it. I want to encourage you, it's not for nothing. We as unworthy servants can be a part of getting the mission of Jesus from one place to another. May we all be that tonight. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your love to us. I thank you for being our God. Lord, I thank you for John the Baptist's willingness to see himself as he was, but Lord, to be used by you. I pray that you please help us all in this room, uh, Lord, to learn how to walk in the Spirit and allow you to work in our lives so that we can truly be a part of your mission of getting this gospel all around this world. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.